listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. I want to deliver this to your spirit tonight. It's going to encourage you. And it's going to put you in a place of um, expectation for what's about to happen. Hey, Jessica Burton. Shamara's on. Good to see you. Nick Greenwald's in the house. What's going on? Last night was our final service uh, in Madison, Indiana. And um, you always know, you know, when the Holy Ghost begins to manifest. And the night before, uh, Tuesday night, we had a really strong breakthrough uh, in the services. And um, you always know when the Holy Ghost begins to manifest because it literally stirs demon spirits up. And uh, if you were watching the live stream last night, you might have wondered like where I went when I ran off camera and shouted, you're not God. <laughs> I went back to watch it and uh, I noticed that the camera didn't follow me. And so uh, I went back to see what it was, what it seemed like to those watching online. And it just seemed like I rebuked somebody over to the side and then ran off camera um, and, and shouted, you're not God. <laughs> well, the reason for that is because last night during the service, before the service started, um, they did baptisms, water baptisms for people that wanted to be baptized. And when the, pa when the pastor went out the side, he told me later, I forgot to uh, latch and lock the side door of the auditorium. And so he went back to change for the service. And as we were preaching, um, the Holy Ghost obviously has been moving. Of course, we're fasting and uh, people are being touched. We've had people healed of cancer, uh, literally delivered from anxiety, no more anxiety medication for a week. Um, little kids getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues and all that. I mean, the devil hates this. You know, the devil hates the move of the Holy Spirit. And the anointing was so strong that it literally drew in a demon-possessed man off the street last night. And so he came in and uh, had a guitar strapped on, an acoustic guitar. And um, I didn't know he'd come in. Uh, I was preaching on the other side of the sanctuary. Hang on. I just got back from China. And so um, when he came in, I didn't know he was over there, but he stood over on the side of the wall on that side of the church and um, when I turned to walk back the other way across the sanctuary, I saw this dude like demonized, <laughs> like totally uh, demonized. And he's he's over there like wildly strumming this guitar. And so I, I yelled across, get out in Jesus name. And um, and then he I could hear him say something he, and, he, and, I, and I, I didn't see him move quick enough for me. So, I mean, I stalked. You guys saw me leave the. You guys saw me leave the camera frame. I stalked across the sanctuary over to where he was. And I heard him say as I was coming, I'm God, like that. I'm God. And that's why you heard me shout, you're not God. You're full of the devil. And I came over there. And when he saw me come close, fear, I mean like fear, gripped this man. And he held his hands out at me like, don't, don't hurt me. And I got up in his face. And when I was in his face, he was like, God bless you. <laughs> so I didn't know if he was blessing me or what. 
But anyway, I threw his behind out. And I'm sure there were people in the church that were like, well, why would you throw him out of the service? And one of the things that you have to recognize is that there are people who have to want to be free. You can't override someone's will. You have to want to be free. And he did not want to be free. He didn't want uh, the help of God. I remember watching Bishop Oyedepo as he was um, ministering one Sunday in his church. And he had a demon-possessed person come. And they didn't want to be free. So rather than wrestling with that person's will for the whole service, he just said to them, and it was a lesson to me. He said to that person, you are not set for repentance and you are free to go to hell. Now that's, that's how he dealt with it. Now you, I've cast out devils. I've cast out demons, cast them out of people. I've done it here. I've done it in other nations. I've cast out devils in nations. You've heard me tell stories and where they don't even speak English and the demons are speaking English. And so it's not that we don't cast out devils. We do. But there are people that just don't want to be free. And so I told him, you're either going to get free or you're going to get out. Because you know what the devil loves to do. He loves to disrupt what God is planning to do for his people. And the devil can feel the anointing better than most Christians can feel the anointing. And so when I knew what was going on, because we're having like major miracles take place in this meeting where this guy who had been suffering for a while, and he said, my, all of my levels for cancer have been spiking and spiking and spiking. He said, but after we joined our faith and prayed, he said, I got a test done and I got a message back. And he brought the email to the altar on his phone to show me. He said, look what they told me. And his, um, his levels had dropped by 78%. And the doctor told him, if it drops much more, we're going to have to label your cancer as indetectable or undetectable. And uh, I told him, I said, that's where it's headed. Obviously, the gifts of healing are operating in his body. He's being healed of cancer and it's leaving. We had little children, little girls being filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. I'm talking five years old, six years old, little girls standing at the altar. You saw the pictures online being filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking with other tongues. One little girl was so sweet. She came up and she said, she her her, uh, her mom wanted her, she said, she wants to tell you something. And she said, tonight, God gave me my private talk to God language. And she told me that at the altar afterwards. So the Lord was filling kids with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. People are getting delivered. You saw that sweet man in the pictures uh, that was crying so hard with the white hair, Brother Chuck. God touched him on that first day supernaturally. And he told me that he'd been on uh, pills for anxiety attacks and depression for a long time. He said, man, the Holy Ghost touched me on that first service. And he said, I haven't taken any, how long? Four years. Four years. He said, I've been on, huh? Yeah. He said, I've been taking those, that anxiety medication for four years every day just to get by. And the Holy Ghost touched him on Sunday morning. And uh, he testified to me last night. He said, when the Holy Ghost touched me, he said, I haven't taken one anxiety pill this entire week of the revival. I'm free. He said, I'm free. He said, there's not an anxious or sad bone in my body. He said, the Lord has delivered me. And you saw his face. I mean, you can't, you can't even begin to think how wonderful. After four years, God sets you free uh, from anxiety and depression. And so when the, the, the devil senses that revival is taking place, obviously he wants to uh, disrupt what God is doing. We're not putting up with it. 
And if people don't want to be free, then they can leave. And I'm sure uh, if people were wondering, you know, the pastor said, well, there's, I'm sure there was a few people who wondered why you didn't have mercy on them. Because we don't have mercy on demon spirits. And we can't override people's will. And we're not going to let some demonic manifestation take control of the service. And so people miss out on their miracle. People miss out on their deliverance. It's ridiculous. And so uh, we had the ushers. We had the ushers escort him out with his guitar. He was probably playing Reckless Love, to be honest with you. And so, and so, uh, and if anybody was watching last night, you're like, "What the heck is going on in the revival service? Who is he screaming at?" Just to let you know, that's what was up. But as I got praying, I was praying yesterday and today, and this phrase kept coming across my lips as I was praying. And uh, I said it to Carolyn again just a few minutes ago. Um, and I want you to catch this in your spirit. I love Pastor Joe Spence. I want you to catch this in your spirit that and, and write it in the comments. I am not called to be small. Put that in the comments. I am not called to be small. And I'm going to give you scripture for this tonight. It's going to help you immensely. I am not called to be small. And uh, that's the exact truth. And I want to, I want you, if you have your Bible, to turn to Jeremiah chapter 30. And I want to read you two verses of scripture. Yeah, you're not called to be small. You're not called to be insignificant. You're not called to be um, somebody that can be ignored. You're called to make big impact with big vision, with big increase with big manifestations. God's called you to do something big on the earth. And that's exactly right. And I'm gonna show you something that the Lord put in my spirit. Um, Jeremiah chapter 30, and I wanna read you verses 18 and 19. I love you, Jody and AJ, Ed and Colleen, Ashley and Ted. Uh, love you guys all very much, all of you that are watching. Thank you for being with me. I pray you're doing well. 12 days through the fast. I'm very proud of you for pressing in. Keep it up. God has breakthroughs for us. We're not called to be small. We're called to see big manifestations of God's power. And so um, I want to start here with Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 18 and 19. Look at what the Lord said regarding Judah. This was regarding Judah. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will restore the fortunes of the tents of Jacob and have compassion on his dwellings. I'm sorry, it's Jacob, the people of Jacob, not Judah. The city shall be rebuilt on its mound and the palace shall stand where it used to be. Now get this verse 19, get it deep in your spirit. Out of them shall come songs of thanksgiving. Oh, hallelujah. And the voices of those who celebrate I will multiply them and they shall not be few. Glory to God. I will make them honored and they shall not be small. Glory to God. That makes me want to shout, man. Makes me want to shout 12 days into the fast. And by the way, if you're just logging on, share this broadcast up, man. People need to hear this. It's encouraging word. It's a word that'll take you through 2022 with expectation. I am not called to be small. What God is saying that he will do for the people of Jacob in this passage, he'll do the same thing for you. 
He'll do the same thing for me. When God's power gets a hold of you, he begins to multiply you. I love it. I'm going to read it to you again. He said, out of them shall come songs of thanksgiving. So I pray that's what you're doing today and every day that we're giving God time of uh, thanksgiving and praise every single day. It's part of our prayer time. Uh, remember, we talked about that. I wrote it in the book. It's a thanksgiving and praise sandwich. We're putting uh, the meat of our requests between thanksgiving and praise on both sides. And he said, uh, out of them shall come songs of thanksgiving. Amen. And the voices of those who celebrate. We're going to celebrate. What God's getting ready to do during this fast, we're going to celebrate. I will multiply them. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they shall not be few. I will make them honored and they shall not be small. Glory to God. So I want you to write it in the comments again. I will not be small. When God's hand of blessing comes upon your life, he, the Bible says, he has the ability to multiply you. He has the ability to make sure that you'll not be few, you'll be honored, and you'll not be small. That's Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 18 and 19. So when God begins to work in your life because you're seeking him, and remember that, we always take the first step. The Bible says, if we'll draw near unto God, he'll draw near unto us. And as we draw near to him during prayer and fasting, look at this. When his power comes upon you, he said, I will multiply them, speaking of Jacob. But you know he'll do the same thing for you. The Bible says in Psalms, uh, Psalm 76, verses 6 and 7, that promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south, but promotion comes from the Lord. And he alone decides who will rise and who will fall. And one of the things that we pray and that we're going to pray tonight, we're going to pray that God would rapidly put his hand of increase upon our lives and our families. Neil's watching. Oh, it's Carrie. Uh, oh, Carrie and Lily watching from River Valley Community Church where we just finished. We love you and thank you for having us. We enjoyed it very much. We are not going to be small. Promotion comes from the Lord. So as we seek his face and he draws near unto us, he will grab us by his mighty right hand. Oh, hallelujah. In fact, turn to Psalm 63. I want to give you a verse to mark in your Bible, if you haven't marked this down. Psalm 63 and verse number eight. This will help you. And this is what I want you to write in your notes. The harder you follow God, the higher you will rise. The harder you follow God, the higher you will rise. I'm going to say it one more time. Please put it in your notes. Please put it in the comments. The harder you follow God, the higher you will rise. It's his mighty right hand that lifts you up. And Psalm 63 and verse eight, the Bible says, hey, Daniel, my soul clings to you. So look, look how hard, look how hard the psalmist is seeking after God. My soul clings to you, clings to you. He's not casually seeking God. He's not casually coming into the presence of God. My soul clings to you and your right hand upholds me. You see that? The harder you follow God, 
the higher you will rise. Let me just tell you right off the bat, not everybody's fasting and praying. And you know that well. Not everybody's fasting and praying. There's preachers that aren't fasting and praying. In fact, there's preachers that are not only not fasting, but they've got the nerve that when everybody else is fasting to post all their meals on their Instagram pages as they're traveling around the country and doing different things. It's like, I don't care if you don't want to fast, but why are you flaunting the fact that you're not fasting? That doesn't even seem intelligent to me to do as a, a spiritual leader. Not only am I not seeking God in fasting and prayer, <laughs> I want to flaunt to you that I'm not seeking God in fasting and prayer. The harder you follow after God, the higher you'll rise. And the Bible says, the psalmist wrote, my soul clings to you and your right hand upholds me. Upholds me. So we know it's that right hand of God. Promotion comes from the Lord. He alone decides who will rise and who will fall. And so God, when he gets a hold of us, the Bible says he will multiply us and we will not be small. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I, I'm declaring this over you. If you're going to continue in this kind of dedication, this kind of seeking after God's face, I promise you one thing, you will not be small. Your family will not be small. Your business will not be small. Your ministry will not be small. This is Psalm 63, verse 8. I'm telling you, my soul clings to you, Lord, and my, your right hand upholds me. That's what's going on right now. God is upholding his people by his mighty right hand. We give God thanks and praise today. You saw what happened with the Supreme Court today. You saw the, the mandate smashed down. Of course, we still have to set our faith and believe God for the um, medical industry, for those that are doctors and nurses that are still being uh, forced. But it's one victory after another as we're fasting and praying. You think? It, let me ask you, do you think it's a, a coincidence that this is all taking place in our nation as the majority of Christians that are on fire are fasting and praying? Do you think that it is some sort of a coincidence that these things are happening? These are victories for our nation. These are victories for us as God's people. Do you think it's random? Or do you think that our fasting and prayer has something to do with God hearing from heaven and healing our land? As the Bible says in the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles 7 and verse 14, he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Glory to God. I'm telling you, it's not random. I'm telling you, it's not a coincidence. God is hearing the voices of his children that are crying out. That's why the devil can't do whatever he wants to do in these final days. The church literally has to be moved out of the way. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. People don't understand this, but this is the reason that the church has to be raptured because uh, as long as we're here, we take authority over the kingdom of darkness. We take authority over the wicked things that the devil has planned for the world. We have dominion. We have authority. It's not a surprise that these things are taking place as we're fasting and praying. God's doing it because he's hearing the voices of his faithful children that are pressing in and that are believing for miracles, signs, and wonders. And I'm not going to stop pressing in. I know you won't either. We've got about another week and a, 
what, a week and a day to go, week and a couple days to go. And I'm telling you, God's going to do wonders for us. We'll not be small. We'll not be small. Love you, Daryl. We're not going to be small. Our businesses will flourish. Our, the work of our hands will flourish. Our children will flourish. Our ministries will flourish. Our personal lives and relationships and finances will flourish. We're not going to be small. We're not going to be small. Go with me to Psalm 34. I'm going to take you to another Psalm real quick. Psalm 34. This is what I want you to get your expectation ready. Listen to this. This Psalm will stir your spirit up. So I read you 63.8. I cling to you. My soul clings to you. By your mighty right hand, you uphold me. Okay, so the harder we follow God, the higher we fly, the higher he lifts us. Let me read to you Psalm 34 and verse number five. Oh, get this in your spirit. Get this in your spirit. Those who look unto him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. That's gonna be my story right there. Somebody grab a hold of that word for yourself. Grab a hold of that word for your business, for your ministry. Grab that for your kids. We will be radiant as we look to him. And our faces will never be ashamed. As we press into the presence of God, we will not be ashamed in the mighty name of Jesus. We will be radiant in the name of Jesus, jubilant full of praise, full of joy, full of peace, ready to shout. Why? Because of what God's doing in our lives, our families and our ministries, our businesses. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces, glory to God, shall never be ashamed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I, I wrote this down, this, this uh, passage. You could put it in your notes if you wanted to. You don't need to know anyone but God to scale high heights in life. Get that in your spirit. I don't need to know anyone but God to scale high heights in life. Why? Because promotion doesn't come from men. As I just quoted to you, it comes from the Lord. I only need to know him. I don't need to know anybody else. Listen, let me say it to you this way. It doesn't matter if everybody hated you, if God favors you, that's all you need. Everyone above you at work could hate you. Everyone in the government could hate you. Everyone in society could hate you. But if God approves of you, then there's nothing they can do to stop your increase. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not about a man. I don't need to know anybody but God to scale high heights in life. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, and I'll have you turn there because if you haven't underlined it or uh, highlighted it, it's a good verse to highlight. The Bible says in Daniel eleven thirty two, he shall seduce with flattery those who violate the covenant. But the people who know their God shall, this translation says, stand firm and take action. Another translation says, they that know their God shall be strengthened and produce exploits. So what kind of action are they going to take? 
the kind that is an exploit. You say, well, what's an exploit? That's a notable achievement. That's when you do something that's worth talking about, that people, word of mouth, spreads it around town. Did you hear what happened for her? Did you hear what happened for him? Did you hear what happened to their children? Oh man, God's blessing them. God's blessing their business. Did you see, did you see what they got recently? Did you see their car? Did you see the house they just purchased? And, and they'll do exploits, notable achievements. But look here at the prerequisite. The Bible says, they that know their God. I got studying this one time and it really, really got me stirred up because in the Hebrew language here, the word know is the same word in Genesis that is used when the Bible says, and Adam knew Eve and she bore children. So get this in your spirit. It doesn't mean just know as in, oh yeah, I know him. Or like nodding to somebody in the hallway at work. Hey, what's up? Good to see you. I know, yeah, I know that guy. He's, he's, he's worked here for 30. I'm not talking about know like that. In fact, this word in the Hebrew language, they that know their God, it actually means those who have an intimate relationship with their God. How powerful is that? That's what Adam had with Eve. And Adam knew Eve. Adam had an intimate relationship with Eve and she bore children. Those that have an intimate relationship with their God will be strengthened and will produce exploits. And so how is this? how does this function? How does this work? Well, you don't accidentally have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. You don't accidentally have an intimate relationship with the Lord God Almighty. These things happen because we press in to his presence. In fact, while I was talking about Jeremiah earlier, it brought me to that thought process where God spoke to Jeremiah and he said to him, when you seek after me with your whole heart, you'll find me, right? When you seek after me with your whole heart, you will find me. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 that God is a rewarder, not of everybody, of those that diligently seek him. Those that diligently seek him. That's the key. And so God's not looking for part-time lovers. God's not looking for people who treat their relationship with Christ like a hobby. God's not looking for people that only serve the Lord on Sunday morning. He's looking for consistent and faithful Christians that will press into his presence, that will pray, that will read his word, that will fast, that will witness and tell people about Jesus, that will be faithful to church. He's looking for people that value his anointing, value his presence. And the Bible, that's what all these passages that I've been reading you tonight are all people who are not only that value the Lord, but they are pressing in to God's presence. They're pressing into his spirit, pressing in to get something that he has prepared for them. One thing I've taught often is that we, we can know people who really love God because John in his gospel wrote, and he's recording the words of Jesus, that people who love Christ are the people who obey Christ. Get that. People who love Christ are the people who obey Christ. Jesus said so. 
He said, it's the one who has my word and keeps it. It is he who loves me. That's John 14 and verse 21. He who has my word and keeps it. It is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. And so the manifestations of Jesus are based upon whether or not you love him. And the love is proven by obeying his word. And so I was I came across a passage of scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. And the Bible says, No eye has seen and no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of any man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. <laughs> We're not going to be small. We're not called to be small. He said, I, he said, I will make sure that I multiply them and they will not be small. Those that look unto him shall be radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. Glory to God. That makes me want to shout, man. When we look at him, our faces will be radiant and they will never be ashamed. Get this in your heart tonight. As we seek him this year, your whole life will be radiant with the light of God's power in Jesus' name. Every area of your life as you press in will be radiant with God's power, with his light shining on everything you do and everything you have. Everyone you're connected to or in covenant with. My children will experience this same light. My wife will experience this same radiant light. My ministry, your business, the work of your hands, your finances, your body will experience this radiant light as you seek the face of God this year. And that's what we're pressing in for. We're not going to be small. He will multiply us and we will never be small. Glory to God. We will never be small. You know, there's people that think that church ministries in 2022 can't be large unless they go that route of seeker sensitivity. But you can't have a big church unless you do it a certain way. And if you don't do it a certain way, then you can't have a big church. And, and, and because if you do it the way Jesus did it, you know, people get offended. Jesus did offend people. But did you ever notice it never caused his crowds to dwindle? Never caused his crowds to dwindle. The Bible says, first, uh, and let me say, the ministry of Christ is the ministry to multitudes. He fed multitudes in John 6. He taught multitudes in Mark 2. But watch how this works. He started with a multitude in the Bible. He moved on to a great multitude, continued on to very great multitudes, and then one passage, innumerable multitudes. Couldn't be counted. Think about that. Jesus taught a crowd that was so big, they couldn't be counted. Innumerable multitudes. They just swamped him from every direction. And so he was saying everything right. He was saying God's word. He was never deviating from the script of heaven. And there were people that were offended. But notice this. It drew people to the anointing. It drew people to the anointing. 
As Jesus was not small, so are you not called to be small in Jesus' name. In fact, and I, and I feel to release this and pray this over you, whatever made you expect small results, may it leave your mind and spirit tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever caused you in the past, maybe it was teaching, maybe it was experiences, maybe it was people speaking into your life, whatever caused you to expect small harvests, small results, small manifestations, may those things leave your life tonight in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus. For you're not called to be small. You are called to abound. You are called to multiply and to increase in Jesus' name. You'll not be small. In fact, write it again. I'll not be small. I'll not be small. I'll not be small in Jesus' name. What you set your hand to will be blessed. It will multiply. You're not called to be small. You're called to increase. And I'm going to pray with you here uh, as we come to the end of this broadcast. We're going to take time to pray tonight again because we need the impartation of God. We need the power of God. And we need to see the manifestations of his power as we've been seeing already. We need the manifestations of his power to continue in our lives, businesses, and ministries in Jesus' name. So I want you to lift your hands. If you have your Bible, you can put it down. I want you to just lift your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. You are called to increase. Everything your hand touches is called to increase. Everywhere you go, you're called to increase. Your business, your family, your ministry is called to increase. And you'll not be small. For the Lord, his hand will be upon you and he will multiply you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so I want to start, I want us to begin to take time to pray in the Holy Ghost first, and then we're going to begin to pray some of these prayer points and believe God for increase. And there's people that have written in with prayer requests. I'm standing with you as well uh, for those prayer requests, but let's begin to pray. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus tonight. We're so thankful for that mighty anointing that's upon our lives. Thank you for imparting the anointing of the Holy Ghost to every one of us. We thank you that we have the advantage, that we will never come behind, we'll never miss out, we'll never be on the outside looking in, but your hand is upon us and we shall multiply and will not be small. We thank you, Lord, that as we cling to you, that you're lifting us up by your mighty right hand in Jesus' wonderful name. We thank you because we know our God that we will be strengthened and produce exploits in Jesus' name. Our faces will never be ashamed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, Lord, as you've broken things loose already, and like we saw this Supreme Court ruling, I pray that more things would be upended. It's what we've been declaring, Lord, that every antichrist agenda, every wicked thing that stands against the church, that stands against the people of God, and stands against the righteous plan of God in the nations of the world. 
is being upended in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, destroy every plan of the wicked. We thank you that your word says that wicked men make plans, but the Lord laughs in heaven. And so, Lord, we thank you that you're laughing at every wicked plot and plan of the enemy tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, throw a wrench in the works of everything that they have planned to do. Every aspect of their strategy is being destroyed and falling apart. We thank you for it. Frustrate the wicked, God. I pray they'd be so frustrated. They'd be pulling their hair out and grinding their teeth with anger to try to figure out how it is that their plans are failing. Lord, as you did for the people of Israel, as the king that continually made plans to destroy Israel was thwarted when Elisha heard all of his plans, even the things that he said in his bedchamber, and they thwarted the plans of the wicked. I pray you do the same, that Lord, in 2022, that you would let the people of God know ahead of time what is coming and that you would thwart the plans of the wicked in this nation. We thank you that America is being set free from bondage in Jesus' name. We thank you that Canada is being set free from bondage. I pray for the reservations in Canada, the Six Nation reservations, the First Nation reserves. And I thank you, Lord, that they are being filled with the mighty power of God. Let revival sweep through the res. Let the power of the Holy Ghost deliver those that need deliverance. No more alcoholism. No more drug addiction and prescription med addiction. No more domestic abuse and no more verbal abuse. Lord, those that are battling suicidal thoughts, touch them on the reservation tonight. Let Canada open wide by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we take authority over this socialist and communist agenda that is trying to be launched in the nation of Canada. And we command it to be destroyed tonight in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, it's falling apart province by province. I thank you, Lord, that the premiers are getting on television and letting people know that the curfews are ending, the lockdowns are ending, the mandates are ending, and that the uh, different provinces would be free by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let the church in Canada thrive. Let the church around the world thrive in Jesus' mighty name. Let the church in America thrive by the power of the Holy Ghost. Blow your breath from heaven and blow a fresh wind through your churches. Touch your ministers and touch your people in the pews. And let this be the most explosive year that the church has seen in over 30 years. Lord, let the statistics show that people began to come back to church in droves. That people began to get saved in droves. People got baptized in droves. Baptized in the Holy Ghost in droves that the increase in tithing and giving will blow the minds of natural men. Lord, as I prayed earlier today, I pray it again now by the power of your spirit because I believe it is your will. For every church that has pulled away from the move of the Holy Spirit, every church that has stepped back from the manifestations of, of your power, I thank you, Lord, that you are shutting the doors of churches that do not love the Holy Spirit, churches that don't want speaking in tongues, churches that are embarrassed of the manifestations of your power. I pray that the doors would shut on them 
in 2022, if they will not receive a fresh fire from heaven, if they will not come and do what you want them to do and what you've called them to do, then let their doors shut in 2022 in Jesus name. And let all of those properties that are shutting down be transferred into the hands of churches that are not ashamed of the Holy Ghost. Let this be a year that lands and properties are coming into our hands by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lands and properties come into our hands in 2022 in the mighty name of Jesus. And it's not that we'll even buy them, but Lord, we thank you that they'll be gifted as you've done for so many other ministries. Let the ministries that are represented on the broadcast, let properties be gifted to them in Jesus' name. Lord, for my brother Joe Spence and his wife, let property be gifted to them. Let the doors open up and they'll take over some church that no longer can function because they've kicked God out of his own house. Let the doors open for them to acquire that property debt-free and move in to these properties. We thank you, churches are going to receive property acquisition, buildings, property, land in Jesus' name. It is our year of divine possession by the power of the Holy Ghost. And so we, we declare it, Lord. Let it quickly come into our hands in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you even for those that are not churches or ministries, those that are individuals, maybe they have businesses. Let properties come into their hands this year by the power of your spirit. Let buildings be given. Let land be given. Farms and retreat centers and all kinds of different properties that are not being used for the kingdom. Let them come into our hands. For your word declares that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And so we receive it tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. In Jesus' name, I take authority over every wicked force that is standing against God's people, standing against their children, standing against their physical bodies. I command sickness to loose its grip and to run out of their body tonight in Jesus' name. I command depression and anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and the issues that people battle in their minds to loose their grip tonight and run out the back door. Let this be a year, Lord, of freedom in the Holy Ghost supernatural freedom in the Holy Ghost. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We declare it, that this is a year that debts are being canceled. Debts are being paid off in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Mortgages are being paid. Cars are paid off. Credit card debt vanishes. Student loan debt, medical debt. We thank you, Lord. Business loans, they're being paid off. Let this be a year of debt cancellation for your people. And then let us build wealth for the kingdom of God and put the largest seeds in our hands this year that we've ever sown because we uh, thank you that you give seed to the sower and bread to the eater in Jesus' mighty name. And so, Lord, we ask you, give us the largest seeds we've ever sown in 2022. It's our year of divine possession in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, I hope you're praying in tongues. I hope you receive this tonight. Come on. God's touching people. The windows of heaven are opening over your house. The windows of heaven are opening over your business, over your ministry, over your family. And things are changing by the power of God. Things are changing. And so, Lord, I thank you by your spirit and by your power 
that those who you've put it in their hearts to move this year, that you're giving them the perfect location to move into. I thank you if they're selling homes, that they'll get the best possible price on the home that they could possibly get, and that they'll have an unbelievable price that they acquire their home for. And you'll get all the praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. Now, Lord, we ask you supernaturally, empower us to please you with our lives in 2022 in Jesus' name. Empower us to please you with every action that we take. Empower us by your grace to live holy before you. For your word declares, be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord, that we'll be perfect even as our Father is perfect. Give us that grace. Give us that empowerment to live holy and righteous before your eyes. Be pleased with our actions, Lord. Be pleased with our choices. And Lord, we thank you that as we please you with our actions, your word declares that you will not withhold any good thing from those who walk uprightly. Psalm 84 and verse 11. We thank you, Lord, that as we live holy this year, as sin has run out of our lives and we have ejected it and even every foul thought that would exalt itself against the name of Jesus, that we take every thought captive and make it obey Jesus Christ. That as we obey you, we thank you, Lord, that no good thing will be withheld from us in this year of 2022 in the mighty name of Jesus. No good thing will be withheld from us. We thank you as the book of Job says, that because we obey and serve you, that we would spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasures, Job 36, 11. That we would spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasures in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We declare that's this year. That's this year. We thank you that as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that all these other things, are being added unto us. Lord, we expect, even before the month of January comes to an end, that people will come right up to us and put things in our hands and say, I don't know why, I just felt to give this to you. I felt to sow this to you. I felt to release this to you. Why? Because our ways are pleasing to God. We have sought first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things that other people are dying to get will be added unto us in Jesus' name. If you receive it, you need to uh, begin to shout right where you're at. You need to throw some hands up in the comments section because it's coming to you if you receive it. Lord, we thank you that uh, things we've never held in our hands are gonna be released to us in 2022. We will not let go of the word you sent us, Lord, in the fall, that this is a year of divine possession that the anointing goes out ahead of us and shows us which way to go. For we've not been this way before. Hallelujah. We've not been this way before. We've not been this way before. The way we're moving in 2022, we've never passed this way before. And we thank you that you're showing us exactly where to go. And you're putting in our hands exactly what we should have. Glory to God. We've not been this way before. And it's going to be mind-blowing to the natural realm to see all that God does in one year in 2022. Oh, it'll be mind-blowing. It'll be mind-blowing. People will come up to you and say, how'd that happen? 
Where'd you, when did that, when did you get that? When did, how'd that? And they'll have questions. They won't understand it. They won't know how to talk about it because no eye has seen it. No ear has heard it. No heart has imagined it, but it's coming into your hand. It's coming into your hand in Jesus' name. Amen, Brother Kenny, Sister Sonia, on the res. It's coming on the res in Jesus' name. It's a next level. It's a next level anointing on the church. It's a next level anointing of increase that's coming upon us in Jesus' mighty name. And we will rejoice throughout the year as the power of God continues to move on our families. It won't be normal. It won't even be normal to us. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get into your spirit. It won't even be normal to us, even though we're believers, even though we've got faith, even though we're standing in righteousness, even when we see it, our minds will be blown. Why? Because God does exceeding abundantly and above all that we could ask. That's us. That's the believer. That's the faith-filled one. That's the one living in righteousness. We're the ones who asked, but he goes beyond what we ask. He goes beyond what we ask. He goes beyond what we think. Goes beyond what we think. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly and above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. What is that power? It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost. And so in this new year, Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're leading and guiding us perfectly every step. And we're not going to be small. We're going to be large. We are called to do large things. We are called to be and make a large impact. We are called to the multitudes of this world who need a touch from God. And it's going to take the leading of the Spirit. It's going to take it. There, that's it, Lynette. There is no limit to the Holy Ghost. There is no limit to the power of God. And so as I was walking yesterday, and I told you this this morning, I'm going to repeat it here. As I was walking yesterday along the river, uh, my wife and I began to talk and something jumped up into my spirit. And that is this, that God is giving us an unlimited capacity to believe him. Get that. God is giving us an unlimited, limited capacity to believe him. And that's important, that though he can do the impossible, there's so many things he can do, but if we don't have the capacity to believe him, then we're gonna miss out on what God has for us. But I'm praying over you right now, every one of you that are watching, everyone that listen later on the podcast, God is giving us unlimited capacity to believe him in 2022 in the wonderful name that's above every name. And we will not doubt. We will not ever falter, waver like a wave of the sea. We're not the double-minded. We're not those that are driven and tossed by every wind of doctrine. That's not who we are. We're the victory tribe. And we believe what God says. That's it, Joseph. We've got the gift of faith. We're going to the next level. We have an unlimited capacity to believe the almighty God. And, uh, it's like when I got home from walking along the Ohio River, I came up and pulled out my iPad and I turned on uh, Bishop Oyedepo's uh, conference from December and I went to night two. I hadn't got to night two yet and I, and I played it. And immediately he begins to teach on uh, unlimited capacity to believe. 
unlimited capacity to believe. Thank you, Jeff. And so it was a confirmation to my spirit that see that the Lord has so much for us. He has so much planned for us, but many people, their capacity to believe is limited. Aaron, we don't go by how we feel. We keep pressing in and we do it because we vowed to God and we're standing in faith, believing that he will do what he said he would do. We don't go by what we see. We don't go by how we feel. We stay pressing into the Holy Ghost, pressing into the anointing, and we complete our vows to God and we just stay hard on dedication. You know, that's how people feel when they work out and when they have a routine. There's days they don't feel like it's working, you know. I don't feel like my muscles are growing. I don't feel like I'm getting stronger. I don't see the gains. But you don't stop just because you're not seeing it. We're pressing in and we're declaring that God's going to do what he said he would do. So stay strong. Stay on it. Stay believing because God's going to do exceeding abundantly and above all that we could ask or think. Glory to God. Many times you don't see the breakthroughs until after you've sown the Bible says those that sow in tears will reap in joy, bringing their harvests with them. So many times when you're in the sowing season, which is what we're in now, we're in the sowing season. Many times when we're in the sowing season, you're not seeing those things bounce back yet, but you're going to. You're absolutely going to because God is not going to leave us hanging. Again, let me quote to you uh, Psalm 34 verse 5 to get this in your spirit. Those who look unto him are radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. Glory to God. As you're pressing in, you're not going to be ashamed. Your face is going to be radiant. Your family, your finances, your business, your ministry, what you're believing God for, the radiant light of his glory is coming upon you in 2022. So don't fall out. Don't fall back. Press in. God's got big things. But notice this. We have to have an unlimited capacity to believe him. And that's something. Listen, that's something that even I, even I have been trusting the Lord for to go to another level. Lord, increase my ability to believe you for things that are beyond anything I've seen. Beyond anything I've seen in Jesus' name. I mean, Lord, increase my capacity. And I watch preaching and teaching and build my faith. I read the word of God as you do. I pray and I'm continually increasing. That's what uh, Smith Wigglesworth wrote about, ever increasing faith. Our, faith. our faith can increase until Jesus comes. There's no cap. Ever increasing faith. Glory to God. And, uh, and, and Brother Jeff said, can you talk about fasting in favor? That's what I'm talking about. That as we fast and pray and we seek the face of God, see, the Bible says he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, Hebrews eleven six. So fasting and prayer is diligently seeking him. And as we do, he rewards those. Uh, let me point it out again. Not everybody is praying and fasting. Not everybody's praying and fasting, but the faithful are, the faithful are. We're starting our year in fasting and prayer, seeking the face of God and expecting his rewards as they come to us. The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are searching to and fro across the whole earth for those whose hearts are loyal to him. 
And when he finds them, he will show himself strong and mighty on their behalf. That's going to be you and that's going to be me in Jesus' name. Because let me tell you something. When God shows himself strong and mighty on your behalf, people will know that he has turned his face of favor towards your life. There will be no doubt. God can't reward you. God cannot uh, show himself strong and mighty on your behalf and people don't know it. Let me, let me say that again. God cannot reward you. God, God cannot show himself strong and mighty on your behalf and people don't know it. They will see it. They will know it. In fact, before we finish, and we're going to pray in the Holy Ghost a bit more, but before we finish, Psalm 126, let me show you what happened when uh, God did it for the people coming out of uh, captivity, Babylonian captivity. The Bible says, Psalm 126, I'm going to read verses 1 through 3. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. It was like a dream. That's what they're saying. It's like a dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Now look at this. And it was said among the heathen, King James says, said among the nations, the ESV says, the Lord has done great things for them. And the Lord has done great things for us. And we are glad. So notice that as the King James, the reason it says the heathen, because no, no other nation served God. They were all heathen. This translation said the nations. They're the ones who said, the Lord has done great things for them. You see that? That when God showed himself strong and mighty on their behalf, that the nations had to declare, that's the Lord. That's not natural. They didn't do it for themselves. That's not because they had some kind of uh, natural favor with a government. That right there was the Lord. And let me tell you, that's what I'm talking about. That when God blesses you and shows you his rewards and shows himself strong and mighty on your behalf, people will know that God has done it. He'll get the glory. He'll get the praise. We're not expecting small things. We're not expecting small turnarounds. We'll not diminish. We'll not be small. But he said, I will multiply them and they shall not be small. Hallelujah. That's going to be your story as well. He's multiplying us this year, and we will not be small in the mighty name that's above every name, Jesus Christ. And so we're going to pray. We're finishing. We're praying in the Holy Ghost. Press in. Press in. Part of this, as we pray in the Holy Ghost, Paul taught in 1 Corinthians 14 that it is a form of thanksgiving. He said, you might be giving thanks well enough, but people don't understand what you're saying. Yes, it's a heavenly language. And so we're going to thank God and praise God at the end of this broadcast that things are already taking place. Things are already happening on our behalf. So begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pandoloste brafara kiste siniama, brofoje griata la fandelezi gagriste su coprovo nanayo, rabade cristen griandoso la pacra keliai, rodoste si candidiama. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. 
for your mighty acts of greatness, the things you've already done, but now we're praising you. Now we're thanking you, Lord, for what you're about to do, the things that are about to drop in 2022. Our hands are ready to receive. Our spirits are open. We thank you, Lord, that everyone will know that it was you who did it, and you'll get the praise. You'll get the glory. Lord, do something so big and extravagant that it blows the minds of natural men. Let this be the greatest year that we've ever seen, divine possession. We'll go where we've never gone. We'll do what we've never done, and we'll have what we've never had in the wonderful name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. There's nobody like you. Nobody can do what you do. Our trust, Lord, is not in the arms of flesh. Our trust is in you, God. For as your word declares in Jeremiah 17, 5, cursed is the man who puts his trust in the arm of flesh and in doing so turns his back upon God. Tonight, our trust is not in men. It's not in the government. It's not in the Supreme Court or the White House. It's not in the culture. It's not in the corporations that we work for. It's not in anything but you, Lord. And so tonight, honor us for our faith in you. Give us an unlimited capacity to believe you. Unlimited capacity to believe you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. There's nobody like you. Nobody like you. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you believe it, throw a big amen. Throw some fire. Throw some hands in the comments section if you receive it tonight and believe it. There's my friend Ben. I love you. Love you and Amy. Before we go, I'm encouraging you. Take a moment. Sow your seed by faith. Go to miracleword.com and you can sow a seed on the website. Partner with us. We just finished a wonderful revival here in Indiana, Madison, Indiana. We start Sunday again in Jasper, Indiana. And then we're going to go home. And the, the schedule is that we're going to uh, break the fast with you on the 22nd. That's Saturday night, the 22nd of January. We're going to, on that night, have a prayer service. I want you to email your prayer requests. We're going to lay hands on them. Uh, we're going to have a communion service. And we're going to present an offering of faith to the Lord that will define our 2022 in Jesus' name. And it's going to be an offering of faith that moves us. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't move God if it doesn't move us. And so I'm giving you the opportunity tonight. Do what the Lord tells you to do. But get ready. This is a year of unlimited capacity. Thank you, Ben. I challenge you. Take the, take the challenge from Ben Jerome. And as he's done, take a step of faith to sow a seed. You can always do hashtag donate in the comments. But if you go to miracleword.com, all of the ways that you can give are there. And for those of you that are sowing in the month of uh, January, we're sending you Dr. Lester Summerall's awesome book, Adventuring with Christ. It's a grouping of stories that you'll be hard-pressed to believe it all took place in one person's life. I mean, it's supernatural. And then those that are sewing this month at $250 or more, um, we're going to send you How We Got the Bible, an excellent, one of my favorite reads on this uh, subject. Yes, Susan, you can email them to Jenna. That's true. You can do that with your prayer requests. We're going to print them out. And so thank you to everybody that's sowing seed and standing with us and partnering this was a great way to start the year. People were supernaturally touched. God's moving by his spirit. 
And it's just going to get better, 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 better. We're going where we've never been. Get that in your spirit. We're going where we've never been. In Jesus' name. I love you, Sister Sherry. Love you, Lenan, Janine, Wanda. God bless you. Mark, I want you to have a great night. And uh, our, we'll be live again in the morning. Um, and then, of course, tomorrow night, uh, I won't be personally live with you in the morning. We're going to actually run a replay. We're going to take our kids to see Noah's Ark. His, not the actual Ark, for those of you that are freaking out. But have you guys seen the Ark experience? We're going to do it like a field trip. And we're going to take the kids to go see the Ark experience. Check out Noah's Ark. Go through all the different things. It's going to be really cool. I've never gotten a chance to go. But if you've never heard of it, check it out online. Looks really awesome. Huh? Ark Encounter, it's called. Carolyn just shouted into me. Ark Encounter. Oh, you just went. Jeffrey and Stephanie just went. That's awesome. Well, we're looking forward to checking it out. And the kids are excited to see it. So it's going to be really good. And then, of course, I'll be back right here, same place, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss it. Stay pressing in with your Bible reading, prayer, and uh, stay strong on the fast. I love you all. Have a wonderful night, a rested night, best sleep you've ever had. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Later. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.